This is exactly right. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to what we like to call the Bananas Minisodes, where you send in your confessions, your wild stories, we tell some of our own stories, whatever comes to mind. It's also a great chance for Kurt and I to catch up, say hey, see what's going on in the week. Uh, that is my favorite stand-up comedian and banana-in-law, Kurt Brownoller. <laughs> that is my banana-in-law, Scotty Landis. <laughs> the law uh, of being of hosting a podcast together is what binds us to each other. Um, yeah, but uh, how you doing, bud? I'm doing so great. I went um, I went golfing yesterday with my good buddy Mikey, and I I don't. I'm not a big golfer. Mm-hmm. You're not a golfer. There, there's nothing about the Banana Boys that says golf guys. Golf. Nope. But while I was playing, it was very fun. You know, you, you drink some beers, you drive around a golf cart. I'm like, the irony is Kurt and I are not golf guys, but we are absolutely pro drinking and golf cart driving. What oh, yeah. is it about drinking and driving in a golf cart that, like, I don't mean being bloated, but yeah. why is drinking a beer and driving a golf cart th- so much more fun than driving a car that can do anything? <laughs> more fun than a go-kart. It's the, the little golf wheels. Golf are so fun. It's the little wheels. It is and it's wheel. also, it's the, it's the, um, the feeling that it's, it's, it's closer to a chair that rolls than a car. Do you know what I mean? A car at yeah. this point, like safety is paramount. We, we're in it. We feel very disconnected from the world. I think when you're in a golf cart, you're like, I'm in a chair and I'm shooting down the street. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why so fun. South Carolina is so fun. Right around yeah. right around Charleston where you can get all those where our Sullivan, buddy Chris yeah. lives. Yeah, uh, Sullivan's you just Island. Zoom around on a golf cart. God, it's so fun. Well, and I think it's also something like because there are cart paths, but you don't have to stay on them most of the time. So it's like yeah. also the fantasy of like when you're driving on the road and you see a field, how fun it would be just to like pull off the road, and just drive your car through a field. <laughs> Golf carts are like, do it. Do it. You got to get over to that little ball. Go do it. Oh, are you allowed to drive the golf cart on the, the on the grass? fairway? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I had no idea. I thought you had to keep them on the little uh, little paths. It, it depends. See, I've never uh, golfed before. I don't yeah. know these things. It's so fun. Like I, I think as my old man job, I think when I retire from writing or whatever, I think I want to work at a golf course, even though I don't wow. really enjoy golf that much. Okay, it's just pleasant to drive around on nice cut grass. Yeah. No, I mean, like, look, I like walking. I like you drinking and walking. Walk. Uh, absolutely great. Kidding? Two of the best things. I think two of my favorite activities, walking and drinking. That'd be... Yeah, it's what pretty a treat. fun. It is pretty fun. Uh, uh, so we do confessions on we, these. Yep, confessions, stories, whatever you call them. Anecdotes. 
we what did we ask for topics? We asked for wedding drama confessions, and we asked for neighbor complaints or neighbor revenge. Mm-hmm. And we got, I would say, 100 great ones. And oh, wow, that's so great. We'll get through as many as we can. Here's a very straightforward one. And to anybody who's listening to this for the first time, we don't say anybody's names. These are always anonymous. We don't want to get you in trouble. But uh, we love that you're all naughty. I had a neighbor that had five or six wiener dogs. <laughs> I <laughs> right mean, already a problem. Already right. a problem. But also just refusing to call them dachshunds is my is my favorite. Especially once once you have five or six of them, they're wiener dogs. Right? That's absolutely wiener dogs. You don't dogs. have five or six dachshunds. No. A, a responsible person has one dachshund. That, a dachshund is a name for a responsible dog owner. You get five or six, that, them's wiener dogs. Yeah, that is. That's a pack of wiener dogs. Yeah. Uh, they barked nonstop at us when I would walk by with my Australian Shepherd. They were not nice wiener dogs. One day, <laughs> <laughs> one day, the owner was trying to walk some all of them at once, and for some reason, decided to drop all their leashes. Oh, so wow. imagine this: five or six wiener dogs being walked all at the same time as a dragon leashes running at you with their little weird legs. Yeah. Um, all of them charged at my dog ready to attack. So I picked up my dog. He weighs 60 pounds to keep him away from getting bombarded and bit by all of them. The owner never said sorry, didn't say anything at all. Just casually walked back inside like nothing had happened. I mean, Uh, my hackles are up. Yeah, I'm already, I'm already mad. You would be, oh yeah. And imagine if your kids were there. Like Mm -hmm. it's so... Um, the owner never said anything, walked back inside. From then on, my dog decided their yard was a great place to stop and poop, and I just let him. I never picked up any of it either, just casually walked away, never apologized like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. You are absolved. absolved. You are absolved. Recently, my wife was walking our dog. No, she wasn't even walking the dog. She went over to like pick up a, someone had left a table out to like, uh, you know, like here, table, free table. Sure. And so my wife looked, walked over to look at it. And it's in our neighborhood. It's a block from where we live. Yeah. And a dude across the street opened his door and a dog rushed out of his house, okay. then ran across the street at so my wife. It's oh a scary thing when the dog runs across the street. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like, oh, this dog is not under control. It's no. like crossing streets with that, you know. Yeah. And so I think she said she's like stepped back to like get her leg away from it. And the owner just starts screaming at her from across the street, like, don't you kick a fucking dog. And like, and Lauren was just like, (laughs) she just like goes into like fury mode too. And she's like, I'm going to kick your dog. She's like, what the fuck is your dog doing running across the street? (laughs) And then he goes, this is so crazy. He goes, get out of my neighborhood or like go back to where you belong. He said, either go back to my, where you belong or get out of my neighborhood. She was like, I live here. And then it's just like this ridiculous, like I live here too. Yeah, yeah. they're just yelling that they live there yeah. to each other, and it was just like it, like it just went from zero to insanity super yeah. quickly. And now I, I'm gonna take a shit on that guy's lawn, just like the this. Example. I like that. Yeah, I. It's so weird. I've I have these neighbors all around me, and at, so where I live has these ten cabins um, in Los Angeles, and 
I used to know every single person in all of them, and we were all friends. Mm-hmm. And our, our the artist Travis Millard, who does our artwork for Bananas, was one of my neighbors and best buddies. He would pull his ping pong table out into his driveway. We'd all crack some beers. All the houses were open. Hey, come check this out. Hey, you want to watch yeah. this thing? It was really beautiful. It was, a, it was great. It was a little little Shangri La in the middle mm-hmm. of the city. And then over the past several years, including, obviously, the great Quar, a lot of people moved. So now yeah. all of my neighbors in every direction are new. Every single one of them are new within a year. And so I'm the old head here now. Yeah. And my neighbors, my direct next door neighbors, when I was in French Polynesia for the month, I had held my mail, but a lot of stuff kept coming. They bagged it up in individual bags. They put it on my deck. They were, I didn't ask them to. They just voluntarily did it. So oh. I gave them a bottle of tequila and wrote them a little thank you note. They were like, you didn't have to do that. I'm like, no, that is a neighbor. Yeah. Now we say hello every morning. They're yeah. the coolest couple. Then there are these other neighbors that moved into Travis's house that is kind I guess they're like my other next door neighbors. The husband says hello. The wife will not say hello to me. She won't oh, wave. So I'll weird. wave. And, and so, I, yeah, I'll just be like, hey, guys. And he'll be like, oh, hey, man. And she just doesn't even look. And then other times I'll pass on the street when I'm on a walk and she's driving a car. And I just give the most generic friendly wave. Never once. <laughs> oh, and so my revenge, you know, I wouldn't do this, but in yeah. my head, I'm like, in Los Angeles, yeah. there are wildfires and earthquakes. We have these, and I live on a hill surrounded by trees, and I have the best view of down below. And I want to be like, listen, lady, I might be the person that has to run up a knock on your door and say, get in your car and go. Like, I might, <laughs> or like, give me your number. All, everybody here exchanges numbers for that reason. If it's yeah. like a problem, we all talk. And this one couple just refuses to participate. And I want to be like, when that natural disaster comes, I'm going to have to choose in that moment, who do I tell? And I'm going to be like, you guys, get out of there. Here's some water. Douse yourself. But it it's is, like, oh, it makes me so angry. The neighbor thing, like, because we've, you know, on Bananas, we get a lot of stories about neighbor disputes. Yes, lots. That, like, just escalate Escalate. into insanity (laughs) and it's and it is like it is a a a grand fear of mine to be in a dispute with a neighbor because there is no escaping do you know what i mean like every day when you wake up they are right next and and in our case in los angeles literally my neighbor is uh, seven feet from my window. Yeah. They're right there. Like, it, everything's crammed right into each other. Yeah. So, like, to be in a dispute is, like, the last thing I... So, I'm always just, like, so nice. Except for the neighbors on be the nice. other side, right when we moved in. Right when we moved in. So, the one neighbors on one side, I'm, like, super cool with. On the other ones, we never speak. Yeah. The day I moved in, it's like doing. I was letting Zelda out in the yard or something, mm-hmm. and uh, and the old man who I think has since passed. I'm not sure because um, I've never spoken with them. Kurt after this. did not murder this man. I we did just not need murder. to say this for legal reasons. <laughs> I said, "Hey, how you doing? Uh, we just moved in here," and he just went, "How much did you pay?" It <laughs> <laughs> was there was no hello. There was nothing. There was, it was all he said was, "How much did you pay?" And I was like, "Oh, we're renting." What? And then I was like, "Well, great talking." Okay, to you. <laughs> cool conversation. And that is bud. the only. That is the only thing either of them have ever said to me or my wife. No one has had anything other than screaming, how did you pay without a hello? Yeah, uh, that's my other neighbor. <laughs> while you were saying that, so I had these neighbors I really like next door, and they were a younger ish couple, late 20s probably. 
And he's a photographer, a working yeah. photographer, really good shoots. Like I looked at his Instagram once. I was like, oh, he's actually great. And he gets paid to be a photographer. In LA and New York, for those, the reason I, I qualify that is because everybody's a photographer here. And in yeah. New York, everybody's a photographer. And a lot of people don't get paid. It's to like do being it. a DJ, it's a visual DJ. Yeah, it's free J, right? It's photographers. <laughs> yes, it's not great. But so we started to become friendlier. Um, and then when they were moving, I guess in 2020 or 2021, they they moved, and we used to talk from our decks on our backyard, and just like, hey man, this is wild, right? He'd be like, yeah, it's crazy, and we toss a beer over, vice versa, nice people. And so when he was leaving, he's like, yeah, we got to go. We're actually going to hit the road and do like a few month road trip. Um, it's been really fun living next to you. Do you want any of these? I don't know what photographers call them, but basically like a workbook, like all of his work. So like a reel if you were an actor. Okay. But I guess if you're a photographer, you just have like albums of your work. Okay. Uh, albums of photography. Let's call it, it's got to be something. I don't know. So it, are, is it printed on the pages or is it like a little sleeves with the photograph slid into it? Right. Okay. So it's like your lookbook maybe? Maybe it's yeah, called maybe a, lookbook. It's a lookbook. I think okay. for models it's a lookbook. So anyways, he's like, do you want any of these? Because I'm not like... I. I've already done these jobs, and now everything's digital. I don't need these anymore. And I was like, cool. So I started flip, flipping through them, and I realized that a lot of the photos in this one were of his wife naked. Oh, my so God. So then oh, I'm like, what? I'm oh. like just flipping through them in the driveway where I'm like, so where are you guys going to go, you think? He's like, probably up to Tahoe, and I'm like looking at his wife's breasts, and I'm like, very interesting, very cool. To the point where I thought it was almost a test or like a prank or like he was just being funny to be like, have you ever wondered what my wife looked like naked? And then you have to look at him like, oh, artistic. Nope. I don't even recognize this face on this person. But And so I didn't keep any of the nudes because I really was like, this is going to be so funny if I'm like, if he just looks at me, he's like, you like what you see? And I'm like, no, sir. No, sir, I do not. I mean, maybe it was an invitation to a threesome. It maybe, maybe. sounds like it's like, it was It was like the beginning of testing out the water. It's like, yeah. oh, did you? Oh, did you notice that's my wife's huh. vagina? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, interesting. I didn't realize that was in there. Oh, are there 55 of those? Oh, oh. interesting. Everywhere. Uh, uh, oh, every angle of my wife, in color or black and white, uh, in the country, sometimes in a studio, sometimes in a bathtub, sometimes in an Airbnb bathtub in Palm Springs. And I'm just flipping through it as if I'm just like looking at like coupons or something like, oh, interesting. Oh, very cool. Yeah, gasoline's expensive. <laughs> It was such a weird moment, and so it I is like, a really weird that. moment. I did keep one uh, binder that has no uh, neighbor nudes, no neighbor nudes, no neighbor, but, nudes. but some model nudes, and it's very lovely. And uh, but it would have been weird if they had continued living next to me. I'm I'm almost glad they. Oh yeah, glad. nothing would have happened. Or anything, you gotta go. It's like, oh, I've seen you naked. Yeah, it is always fascinating. Um, I remember my stepmother. I think my stepmother, had, if I'm remembering correctly, my stepmother had a painting of herself naked that was like hung in my dad's house. Incredible. Incredible. I'm like, I'm just having flashes of it now, and I don't think I'm making this up. This is crazy. Mm -hmm. It was like, mm -hmm. it was like, you know, a suburban Michigan painter yes. that they hired. Insane. You know, so it wasn't like the highest quality. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to anybody in suburban Michigan, but you're not but exactly like you're, Van Gogh. You're, 
you know, you're assuming if you're, hey, who knows, who knows? But it was like, uh, I cannot believe that. Yeah, it was na- she was naked in it, or at least topless, I think. Was she in um, repose, like those great 80s maybe. paintings that were there like lounging on a I, chaise? It, I can't remember exactly the details. Oh my God, I got to ask my sisters or my brother about this. You got to get that painting. I got, <laughs> I do not want that painting. <laughs> I think it was done, but I don't think they hung it. I think that's what it was. But it was like in, yes, that's what it was. It was in a storage room. But still, they had it done. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. They took the photo, gave the photo to a, an artist, and then the artist like sketched it slash painted it. Of course. Oh, so strange. Yeah, that's My a funny God. one for you to remember out of the blue. I love those kind of flashbacks. <laughs> did anybody, and we might have talked about this on the main pod, did anybody in your life growing up have a, as decor, a fishnet with like a fake lobster or a fake starfish or no, a fake but sand my dollar. god, I, I want to decorate a home that way. I well, love that so much. Point. What, what when we mean? moved out here, we would go to those flea markets and you and Lauren would just buy maritime <laughs> yes. decor. <laughs> it was, it was always me, and Lauren was like, I don't want our home to look like a sea shanty, and I was like, Whoa, I do. What are we gonna do about it? Yeah, That's we had right. a, we had like just multiple sunset photos of the ocean with like yes. a, i mean not photos uh paintings yeah oh god i you love had like that. a driftwood lamp or something or like i there was i have era. a lamp that looks like a like a sea urchin or you know i mean yeah. amazing yeah there was a weird thing in the 80s yeah mostly in the late 80s where a lot of people a lot of dads would have yeah. a downstairs bar with wood yeah. paneling like mm. you know like Mm-hmm. Cliff's, Cliff's place, yeah, Denny's bar, and it always had like a fish tank that was half empty with the largest piranha you've ever seen swimming <laughs> around in green water, and it would have like bumper pool table if they had had a good year the year before, yeah. or that some, like yeah, is that what it is? It was a bumper pool table. Yeah, then you it has could those weird mushroom looking things on it. it has yes, yes, yeah. and then you could put a top over it and it became yes. a poker table. That's right. Yes. That's, see? <laughs> This, I, I would love if this is only mid-Atlantic, too, but it was like such a thing to be like, when the dad was away, they would have like one neon Bud Light sign yes. or one of those mirrors that has a light for like Schlitz beer that would like mm-hmm. look like the ocean or something. It's so funny because my friend Tim's dad had that in it. Like he had an actual in the basement had an actual little tiny bar That's and right. like a and like a lamp that was like glass lamp that like hung down over it. Yes. And I didn't have a dad at home, so I was always just like, I guess this is what dads do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> my neighbor whose dad, dad built a full bar with working beer taps wow. and like five or six stools, like pretty big, and then they had like around the. Uh, one of the support beams in the basement. He put, he like built it out so that it had like a round table around it. And I was like, I guess that was the original man cave or something. Yeah, but yeah. think about it when you don't have friends over. Like, was was Denny going down to Denny's bar and sitting right. there and pouring himself a beer and just by himself dreaming he was <laughs> somewhere else? <laughs> and then some of them would have these nets, black nets on the wall with fake plastic <laughs> sea life trapped in it. I, I don't know why this was a thing, but if any of the bananas are aware of this or have a photo of it or your parents had it, please DM us at the Bananas I, Podcast. I do always think about that where people have bars in their basement. Yeah. 
the overwhelming majority of time you're spending there is not with other people. Yes. <laughs> and so it it almost heightens the sense of loneliness. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That yes. it's like, well, I go down to a fully appointed bar in my basement by myself, and I <laughs> sit at the bar, I pour myself a drink, and I mm-hmm. drink by myself. <laughs> and I watch the Jersey Devils play ice hockey on a 13-inch black and white TV uh, that is sitting on top of my 74-inch big screen TV. <laughs> that you can't see unless you're sitting directly in front of it. Any angle, completely gray-green. Right. Yes. Do you remember those like big fancy TVs in the 80s that were like yeah, big screens, a blue yeah. light and a red light and a yeah. green light just yes. like from the bottom and they would like shoot up and you could only watch it? Like if you were like in a specific seat in the room. Oh God, it was so yeah. Everything we're saying is like how depressed were dads in the eighties. Now that we're saying, I mean, just out of it. Just moms were doing Jane Fonda. Moms were doing aerobics. (laughs) They were out there having fun. They were meeting people. Dads were drinking by themselves at their bar in the basement, watching a laser disc of Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh, God, just where did my dreams go? And moms were out there wearing funky leotards and just leggings, in place, leggings and just pink. jumping around. They were winning. Here's they a confession for you. All right, this, at, take it home for us. Take it home. At my last apartment, my neighbors above us were so loud, our ceiling would shake 24-7. My boyfriend confronted them about it multiple times, and they denied it being them every time. So, they wrote it like so. Mm -hmm. So, on our last day there, we put the radio blasting a news channel right up against the vents in the ceiling and left, locking the door behind us and never to return. We hope to this day it drives them crazy. Beautiful. You are absolved. Absolved. What was that song? What was that song that the woman left playing next door to you? Oh, it was um, Rolling by Limp Bizkit for (laughs) 72 hours straight. (laughs) Yeah, that was absolutely (laughs) insanity. Boom. Yeah, she just shit on me. Yeah. (laughs) Whoops. Oh, well. I I don't regret it. No, not. That's a great story. Uh Well, we have made it. We We absolve you, and we have made it to the end of yet another mini-sode. Please send your... Minnesota stories to us at the Bananas Podcast on Instagram or the Bananas Podcast at gmail.com. We love you guys. Bananas! Bananas is an exactly right media production. Our producer and engineer is Katie Levine. The Catchy Bananas theme song was composed and performed by Kahan. Artwork for Bananas was designed by Travis Millard. And our benevolent overlords are the great Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark. And Lisa Maggot is our full human, not a robot intern. You can listen, subscribe, and leave us reviews for Bananas on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your quality podcasts. And don't forget, you can hear every episode one week early and ad-free, plus bonus episodes, by subscribing to Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Bananas! Bananimals, follow Bananas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, feel free to rate and review our little show. And of course, please visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Bananas merch.